Are you looking to grow revenues, increase profitability, or obtain financing? If so, you came to the right place. Running a business is all about leadership. How do you become a better leader? Learn from the successful entrepreneurs and business owners how to lead your organization more effectively. That's why we created Leadership Live at 805, Talking Small Business, to help you succeed with your host, Andrew Frazier, Business Growth Pro and CFO and founder of the Small Business Pro University. Every Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern, we're joined by experienced entrepreneurs and business owners who share their secrets to success via live stream. Also, every Friday morning, we release a new podcast episode. Either way, you will learn about developing your business leadership skills from our roster of highly performing guest experts. Leadership Live is one of the many valuable resources provided through the Small Business Pro University, empowering business owners to learn, profit, and grow. Find out more at sbprou.com. Good evening and welcome back to Leadership Live at 805, Talking Small Business. I'm your host, Andrew Frazier, and excited to be back once again talking to you about my favorite topic, which is small business. Um, as you know, your business can only go as far as you're prepared to take it. So what we really focus on is helping you become a better leader so you can move your business forward faster and easier. That's why each week we have a special guest. Um, you know, all of them have developed an expertise in different areas of leadership and business management. Um, so, you know, this week, like many others, um, you know, we cover all types of different topics and we have a lot of great guests. So um, today we've got our guest is Dr. P um, and she, you know, really has an expertise in helping you to be able to create solutions uh, and results. Um, you know, it's important um, as a business owner, sometimes we get stuck and um, really don't focus as much on the key things we need to focus on and as a result, don't get the results that we want to have. So we're going to talk about how can you achieve better results. And um, Dr. P created a system and a process that we're going to learn about and so i'm excited about that as well so let me bring her on and we'll get started hey. good evening how are you doing tonight i am Hi. doing great so i'm joining you with my little little dog there in the background <laughs> okay. all right excellent so welcome thanks thanks for joining um you know he's just the dog's just watching to make sure you don't say anything um beyond what they want what what you should so uh, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> How you doing, Andrew? <laughs> I'm excellent. I'm excellent. So, you know, we were chatting, I guess, last week a little bit about mm -hmm. some of the things you do and, you know, really working with a lot of business owners um, to help them be more successful. And, you know, as a result, you were able to develop your program. Um, so we want, we're going to talk more learn more about that but before we do that we, we want to learn a little bit about you um who are you um what is your journey um and you know how did you get to where you are and what are some of the key things that you learned um across along the way so um i'll give you a few minutes to to introduce yourself all right all you a few minutes andrew oh my gosh I could definitely do that. Thank you so very much, first off, for having me on Leadership Live at 805. You don't know how many times I practiced that, Andrew, <laughs> just to do a video earlier today. So hi, y'all. Thanks so much for joining Andrew and I this evening. I'm Dr. Priscilla Kuser. I go by Dr. P. And like Andrew said, I, and if you can't tell, I absolutely love what I do. And finding helping business owners find solutions is something that excites me and it excites them. So Andrew wanted me to do a brief introduction, I guess. <laughs> I'll do it as brief as I possibly can, but still being able to share as much information about who I am and 
my background. So I am a strategic business coach and management consultant, and I work specific, not specifically, but predominantly with micro business owners, helping them to scale their business by learning strategies to improve their goals, their processes, and their operations. And the reason why I work with micro business owners is because I truly believe that micro business owners are the backbone of any economy wherever we are in the world. A lot of the big businesses we see today started small. And a lot of the business owners I work with, they have their hearts, their eyes set on, on being one of those big businesses in years to come. And in working with micro business owners really help them with finding what I've created and called their OPAL. And the OPAL is organizational development, personal skills and abilities, leadership and education. So the OPAL is spelled O-P-L-E because I am dyslexic and also because of OPAL the gem. Opal the gem, a lot of people think it's white with little sparkly bits only, but they don't realize that opals actually come in different shapes and sizes and colors. So just like how opals naturally occur with diverse characteristics and unique structures, that's how I view the micro businesses that I work with. And I want to help micro business owners to find their opals so that they can shine and truly hit the goals that they have for the business that they created. And why did I get started with this? Just like many of you who are watching this, who are business owners, you got started because you wanted to help others, right? You wanted to create a difference. You wanted to improve things. And I really wanted to take my experiences within psychology, within education, within leadership, and to help business owners truly accomplish what it is they set out to do and to change those statistics. Because in the US, 50% of small businesses make it to five years. And that shouldn't be because a lot of the small businesses, we have such unique value propositions, but because we don't have all of the foundational aspects. And like Andrew mentioned, you might not be able to access the solutions that you need so you can actually move your business forward. And that is what I really want to be helping business owners do. Find those solutions so that you can move your business forward to get those results that you want, that you desire, that you need, so that you don't close before five years, that you last the five years and beyond because you started your business for a reason, you have something to offer. Let's make sure that we set you up correctly, get you connected to those solutions so that you can keep moving forward. And as Andrew mentioned, I, I really want to help micro business owners with surviving. So that's part of why I am on Andrew's show today. He wanted me to be able to share a little bit of the solutions plus actions equals results. If you follow me on social media, you hear me say that a lot, call it SOAR, and really have worked that into the SOAR with coaching program that I implement with business owners when we work together. And within those programs, we work with for either six months or 12 months or even two years, and we're really helping you with crafting those solutions that are unique to your business. So this is not a situation where in, hey, Roberta, this is not a situation where in, you know, I'm taking just one thing and applying it to everybody's business. Every business is so unique. It is so different. And really understanding what makes you unique is very important for your value proposition that you're offering in your business to help you with that competitive advantage so that you can actually soar above your competition. So Andrew, did I miss anything? Um, no, I look forward to learning more about how to soar. You know, yes, you know, so let's soar. <laughs> definitely excited about that. Um, you know, you're, you have a formula, you know, and formulas are always good. Um, you know, actually I had my brother on the show he wrote a book called the Frazier formula for success there you and go it's, um, success equals vision times a plan to the right attitude yeah but I, I always give him a hard time because he was never a math guy so I'm like what are you doing with oh <laughs> You got to do that to your younger siblings, you know. <laughs> oh, you're the older <laughs> one. That's why. <laughs> but uh, but no, I I like that that you have a formula. Um, you know, real quick, just what is that? You know, 
explain your formula, you know, just at a real high level um, mm -hmm. and where it came from. That formula, oh, where did that come from? Uh, I would have to say from my days of being a school psychologist and special education director and all the other experiences in between working with on professional development committees, being a member of professional organizations, being a member of trade shows. Uh, it, it came from 15 plus years of experience. I don't want to date myself here, you know, Andrew, you know, I got to keep myself, got to keep the age on the wraps, right? But it came from more than 15 years of experience. And it was always something that I realized I kept doing in order to achieve a result. You know, how do you even get to that result? You know, you, you got to find a solution. That's true. But there was always something else between the solutions and the result. And that's where the, the action came in. Because we sit down and regardless of what situation was in, there was some problem. Some problem we had to be able to identify. You know, um, professional development committees, you know, it was a matter of how do we get more people to sign up for the association? Looking at that as a problem. How do we get more people to register for the conference? How do we get more vendors to want to participate in this trade show to be part of vendor show? How do we get more proposals submitted? So it's looking at what is the problem. Then it was identifying solutions for that. And it's not just one person identifying the solution because when I'm sitting on committees, it's not just me, it's a committee. So it's made up of several people. So we're looking at the same problem, but we're coming at it from different aspects. And we're able to collaborate, we're brainstorming, trying to come up with what could be the best solution for that problem. And if you've ever sat on a committee with other people, you know that brainstorming session can go from five minutes to several hours or even days. And then when we do come up with solutions, how can we craft them all together to really address the problem we're facing? And like I mentioned, my background is in school psychology and special education administration. So it's a matter of we had an issue, you know, child was facing some problem and we had to figure out how can we address this problem? What are the, the resources we're going to need? Is it going to be training that we're going to need to give the staff? How are we truly going to support this student or students in order to help them move forward? And in some cases it was, how are we going to even support the staff? Because the staff don't have what they need to help students, then how can students be successful? Or how can parents learn about different information and even working with leadership within education you know looking at what are the bigger problems we're facing right now if we're looking at morale issues if we're looking at job satisfaction issues if you're looking at accountability issues what really is that problem and collaboratively coming up with solutions and notice i say collaboratively because again i'm not the only person on the team so it's a matter of working with the other people on that team to collaborate with others and create a solution that is relevant to the problem we are facing. And for those of you who have worked with others before, you know you could read in a book and you, you see all of these problems and people say, use solution A. But you know, without fail, when you're looking through what their problem was, there was always one or two things that didn't quite match your situation, but you're trying to fit their solution onto your problem. And then when that solution doesn't work out for you, you're like, why the hell this didn't work out? Because if your solution isn't clear, then how are you going to then take the appropriate actions? So it, it all comes, it has to be aligned. So you having that clear and appropriate solution, then you're better able to take the appropriate action. But we can't just be taking actions, Andrew. We can't. We got to be able to monitor those actions. Because if we just start and we keep going and going and going, then we're not taking the opportunity to stop and evaluate those actions. So we really needed to sit and evaluate, hey, does this action even make sense? Is it working? But then part of the working is, what is our metric? What are we using to even measure what we're doing, <laughs> um, the direction in which we're going? Should we be going up? Should we be going down? Are we flatlining? What, what is it we're really expecting? Because once you take the time to do that evaluation, then we're better able to see, hey, we're actually getting the results we wanted. Like, this shit worked. Oh, my gosh, we got this. You know, this is working. And we get so excited because it's getting us to where we want 
to be. But we can't get that result we wanted if we did not take the time to sit down and truly identify the problem and work collaboratively on the solution, then take the actions, monitor them, and evaluate them. Okay. No, I mean, definitely. Um, the, those are some key things. I look forward to digging into that a little <laughs> bit more and, and some examples. Um, so so we're, we're going to do that. But before we do that, mm -hmm. uh, we're going to take a quick uh, commercial break, and you'll learn about a solution that I have for entrepreneurs and business owners. And then I'll be back talking to Dr. P about solutions, actions, and results. Are you running your business or is it running you? Is your business growing and are you making enough money? Are you having cash flow issues or do you need finance? Like most business owners, you probably don't have a strategic plan for 2024. Not to worry, we're gonna help you make 2024 your best year ever. That's why we created the Masterpreneur Training Program. You'll learn from the experts about how to work on your business and not in your business and scale your business for greater profit. The Masterpreneur Training Program is specifically tailored to help you gain advanced knowledge to be able to create a sustainable business that can run without you. The Masterpreneur Training Program will teach you to prepare yourself and your business for scaling successfully. The Masterpreneur Training Program features online and virtual activities that are measurably broader, deeper, and more comprehensive than other training programs. And the Masterpreneur Training Program is specifically tailored to help you gain advanced knowledge about working on your business rather than in it. If you want to make this happen even faster and easier, you should register for the Masterpreneur Growth Accelerator Program, an instructor-led program with a group of your peers. Register now to make 2024 your best year ever. Visit sbprou.com slash masterpreneur-training. Okay. All right. Welcome back. Um, We're back. <laughs> here with Dr. P, and we're, we're going to just sort of dissect this a little more. Um, we're going to start out with solutions. And, uh, you know, it seems like you sort of wrapped a whole bunch of things up in solutions. So, um, you know, and sometimes when you know, I have a process that I follow, um, you know, it starts with assessment mm -hmm. and then envisioning and then mm -hmm. analysis and then recommendations. Mm -hmm. implementation mm -hmm. and measurement um so actually the solutions kind of you, you wrap up assessment envisioning and analysis into figuring out what the solution is yes. um so um so what's the first thing you do um when you're working with someone and you're trying to help them um get the handle on you know what their solution needs to be you got to first sort of assess and figure out well what's the problem so how do you do that with them you definitely need to assess what is the problem because a lot of times people come people i've worked with they come with what they believe is the issue that they're facing and I have to sit and I have to listen to what they're actually sharing with me. And it is through that listening and that active listening at that, you know, it is I'm taking notes and not mental notes. I'm talking actually taking notes and listening because that helps me to truly identify what really is this problem that we're looking at. Like, and that means that by doing that, I'm able to figure out which assessment I would use to dig even deeper. Because as I mentioned, my background is in school psychology. And anyone who knows anything about school psychology knows that school psychologists are heavily trained in assessment. And then my doctorate is in industrial organizational psychology, where I got to learn even more about different types of assessments. So before you can even start creating a plan, 
you really have to have a good foundation for what the problem is and to be able to outline different aspects of that problem. And that's where assessment comes in. And there are different kinds of assessments. You know, there are some people who do interview type assessments or survey-based assessments, or you could do a combination of that quantitative and qualitative approach to really figure out what is the problem. And that's if you're working with a singular person, if you have fun like me and you work with co-founders, you do have to have that assessment with all the co-founders because whatever is the foundational problem in the business, you need to understand the different aspects of it. And once you can get that assessment done, you now have to sit down and analyze your results. So if you have been training psychometrics, then you know how to analyze those results, right? Oh, and you look at those results and it helps you to see some trends. Because yes, you can do the subjective way, have that conversation, you get greater insight. And you're like, okay, I have a better idea of what could be the problem. Then you use your objective assessments to really bring it home. Like, yep, this is a problem, but specifically these areas are what we need to be targeting. Once you have that, then you can look at what would be the most appropriate for this particular situation. Okay. No, excellent. So, you know, one thing I find is, you know, a lot of times what people think is the problem isn't really the problem. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, that's why it could be helpful to have someone external come in and, and work with you because a lot of times you're seeing the symptoms. Yeah. Um, so you think you could give an example of, you know, a situation that you may have run into where you know you were doing the assessment they thought it was one thing you realized it was something else and, and how did you help them to understand that okay now given an example geez like now i gotta figure out which one is the best one for me to give here andrew geez should have had these questions beforehand y'all um so if i think about an example Somebody who comes to mind was a female business owner. And when she first started talking to me about wanting to work with me to get the business coaching because she wanted to be able to develop an aspect of one of her services, right? And she was having some trouble doing that. And she couldn't figure out why she was having trouble doing this. And we had the conversation and I took her through some questioning to get some more information about, okay, what exactly is stopping her from moving forward? What, what is the challenge she's facing so that I can see how best it can help her? So as we're there talking and, you know, going over the results of the assessment with her, I realized that she's focused on development of one of her services, but what really is her issue was time management. It had nothing to do with actually developing the service, but her greater issue was a time management issue. And being able to say to her, hey, here's where you're truly struggling. And if you don't fix this, then you won't be able to have that time set aside to do the research you need, to do the creation, the planning that you need to really help you with crafting out this aspect of this service that you really wanna be offering to others. And she looked at me, she's like, but I thought, you know, I was gonna come here and you're gonna tell me about helping me, you know, coach me through how I could create this thing for my service. But now that I'm talking to you and you're explaining to me about the time management issue, I think I can see why I, I'm having so many problems. So then, even though she would started this whole thing about one aspect she wanted to fix, because I mentioned the issue of time management, she then offloaded a whole set of other stuff on me about some other things she was trying to do and that wasn't working out. And then some other things that came in and she was feeling distracted or pulled in multiple ways. And she sat down and I never forget, she sat down and she looked dead into the camera and she went quiet and she's like, you're the first person to help me see that my issue is actually time management. And she, she was just so surprised that I was able to help her through that. 
within a half an hour, we were going through this process and she wanted to know, okay, how can we get started on this? So right away, we were able to start looking at a plan for helping her with improving her time management skills. And it wasn't just pull an article out of a book and say, hey, this is what we're going to do. It was really looking at what she already had in place. And then we looked at some systems, some systems she already had in place, things she had tried before. We talked about why those things didn't work and what about them she actually liked. Then I showed her some other things that she can actually implement to intertwine with the things that worked with her before. She was like, you sure? I'm not sure if that's going to work, right? And actually, you got to love it, right? When they're like, you sure? You sure this is going to work? And when they actually start putting those actions into place and they see the benefits of it, it's like, wow, this makes such a huge difference. You know, now I can actually get things done, you know, and now she's able to free her mind up to actually have the time set aside to develop that service that she wanted to develop. Okay. Excellent. Great example. So that wasn't that hard. It wasn't hard. That's why I tried to pick one, Andrew. That was where that, the tough part came. <laughs> so, you know, and, and, and I run into that a lot as well. I help a lot of people with financing. But I'd say 90% of the people that I talk to about financing that want financing, mm-hmm. they don't really deserve financing at the time they want it for what they want it for. <laughs> so, um, you know, so it, it's, it, you know, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, financing is great in the right situations, but certain situations, your problem's not money. Your problem might be you're not selling enough. Mm-hmm. Your problem might be your costs are too high. Um, you know, all those things give the symptom of cash flow issues and lack of money, but that, you know, you can't fix the cash flow issues with no more money. If there's an underlying problem, you know, you're just going to make things worse. So, um, so definitely having someone who can help you really understand what the root cause of what's going on um, can be extremely helpful. So, so, you know, the first piece, you know, we're talking about assessing where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the next piece is envisioning. You know, part of it is, you know, the assessment helps you know where you are. Envisioning helps you clarify where you want to be. So, uh, you know, I try and go through some exercises with clients to really help them envision where they want to be. You know, what types of things do you work with people? How do you help them um, gain clarity around where they want to go? Because a lot of times they have some idea, um, but a lot of times it's not as clear and detailed as it really should be. Yeah, um, you're right. A lot of times they they have they have an idea, but because they're not quite sure how to take that next step, uh, there's also you have the fears and the anxieties of the unknown and oh my gosh, this is a big risk. I I don't take risks. And now you're asking me to take risks. And I remind them, you decided to start a business. So you already started taking risks right there because you decided to start a business. And starting a business is not for the faint-hearted. And I'm sure for all the business owners watching this, all the entrepreneurs, they have heard that before. That's nothing new. Starting a business is not for the faint-hearted. It is the ups, the downs, the lovely roller coaster ride. You know, you have your good days, you have your bad days, and you you have to be able to stay focused on what it is you want to be moving forward to. So, like with my formula, the solutions plus actions equals results. In order to get people to take the action, there there is something that they they have to go through, and that's where that personal component of the Opal system comes into place, looking at your personal skills and your abilities. And for many, it has a lot to do with confidence and it has to do with mindset. So you might have a little fear and anxiety in the mix, but you also have that confidence and that mindset. And it's getting them ready for creating a behavioral change. And changing behaviors isn't easy. 
because you're asking someone to stop doing something that they're comfortable with doing, that they're used to doing, even though it's not really working out how they want it to work out, but they still want to keep doing it. Why? Because it's comfortable. But the comfort and growth, they don't exist together, right? So it's a matter of this is what the problem is. This is what you said that you want to accomplish. Here's how we're going to accomplish it. But you have to be ready to take that change. You have to be ready to take that step. You have to be ready to go into that unknown. You have to be ready to take that risk because you have your business and you want your business to survive. And if you want your business to survive, you have to be able to lead those who are a part of your business and lead them into the direction of success because you have people working with you or right now it may just be you. Point is you're still a leader in your industry, in your field, and you have to be able to have that confidence. It does not happen overnight. And you do have to have some support around you as well. And for some individuals I've worked with, that support has been family support, or it has been friend support, or it has been support that came in the form of one of the networking groups that they're a part of. And you have to be able to you know, rely on that support, ask for help when you need to, and be open to the suggestions because a big part of the success in coaching is you have to be open to the feedback that you're receiving and actually apply that feedback and then be held accountable for applying that feedback. So when you're looking at, you know, increasing your confidence, you know, changing your mindset from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset, embracing the opportunity for success. It might sound strange, but some people are afraid of success because they've experienced failure so much. The thought of having success is like, oh my God, I'm going to be successful. What am I going to do? But we are going to get our successes. Just say how we get our failures, we're going to get our successes. So really sitting down and getting them ready for that mindset shift and helping them to align themselves with individuals who are also on that path of success. Because if you're aligning yourself with people who want to be mediocre, who want to stay in the comfort, who don't want to take any risks, then you find yourself in that same position. But your business isn't going to grow if you don't go out there and take the risk on behalf of your business. You want it to grow. You don't want it to stay stagnant. You know, you want it to grow. And if you're talking to a business coach, if you're working with a management consultant, or you know, leadership coach, executive coach, you're working with these individuals because you want to make a change. So when you're working with the coaches, they're going to help you with making that change. But you have to be ready, willing, and open to accept the information and then implement that information so that you can truly make the changes you need to be making. Okay, great, great. So. You know, um, you know, they say sort of, you know, you deal with tasks efficiently, <clears throat> you mm -hmm. deal with them quickly, but you deal with people effectively. So, you know, you can't just go the quickest route and, you know, people are different. So you got to approach different people different ways. Um, so, you know, I think definitely there's a lot of psychology in helping people to guide them to where they need to go. Um, and, you know, obviously that probably helps you become, be more effective at what you're doing. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I think that's a, a key thing is, you know, if you're going to get help and if you're going to work with someone, you got to understand, like you said, um, you still got to do the work. Nobody can do it for you. Um, so, and, you know, and, no, and nobody can make someone do something, except for if you're in the military. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the military, you know. I was in the military. I did some things. That I <laughs> you know, number one was getting tear gassed. I definitely would not do that. <laughs> I work with military folks and um, I work with a colonel, lieutenant colonel, 
uh, majors. Yeah, I, I saw how they, they work with their team. <laughs> no joke. Yeah. They, they can make people do things. <laughs> right, right. So, so, but, um, but, you know, one thing that, you know, you talked about was there's a lot of risk in entrepreneurship. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people come into entrepreneurship really not prepared for what they're going to need to do and experience. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I always try and let people know is, you know, for a while, you're probably going to work harder and make less than you would if you had a job. So if you're not down with that, <laughs> you might want to have a job. <laughs> and um, actually, in, in my book, like the, what is it, the sixth chapter? It's mm-hmm. called, Can I Get My Old Job Back? Because <laughs> a lot of times, business, so, you know, you're in business. and I, I've thought it a few times, too. But some people think it all the time. So... Um, <laughs> You know, it's it's common. So, and, and part of it is, you know, the risk and the challenge, and not necessarily knowing what to expect and being prepared for it. Mm-hmm. So, so we talked a little bit about um, assessment mm-hmm. and envisioning. Um, so we figured out where we are. We figured out where we're going. Yes. So now, how do we get there? And that's really the solution. So. Um, you know, what is, what is your approach to finding and developing solutions with people? Do you usually figure out the solution and tell them, you know, how, how does it work and how, how are you able to do that successfully for people? It depends because if it's a consultant type situation, then it's going to be figuring out that solution and, you know, sharing that information with them. If it's within the coaching environment, there is a lot more collaboration going on just because of the nature of the coaching relationship and the information that they're sharing within it. Cause we have more time in the coaching relationship in the consultation. We either have like 30 minutes or 60 minutes. Cause those are the two options that, that we currently offer. But in the business coaching that those are a minimum of six months. And within those, we really get to have those deep conversations that we don't normally have. And for the business owners I've worked with, some of them have worked business coaches before and others have not worked with business coaches. And to be able to have the opportunity to sit down and share about what what is working for them, what is not working for them and having somebody to listen to them and help them piece together all the things that they're struggling with, they, they feel really relieved like, oh my gosh, yes, I finally get help with this. But I say to them, I can only help you if you be open and honest with me, because I can only make decisions based off of the information that you're providing or that you're sharing with me. And together we can look at what that solution can be. Because sometimes, like like you mentioned, Andrew, you gotta you gotta go through that. Sometimes you're working really hard and you're not getting paid as much as you would if you were working for somebody else. So when you're going through those hardships. When you're going through the hardships, sometimes going to work for somebody else seems tempting, but there is nothing like working on your own business and watching that grow and watching that thrive. And to be able to do that, you got to find those solutions for those obstacles that you're facing, for those challenges that you're facing and realize it's not going to last forever because you left that job that you were in for a reason because there were a ton of things in there that you couldn't stand and you didn't even want to be dealing with. So that's why you're working for yourself now. So all of that energy and effort you put in for somebody else, you're now going to be looking at putting in for yourself. And in some instances, you're also learning why that organization did things how they did them, because you're now looking at building up your organization, right? So it's a matter of when you're looking at those solutions, looking at it from a collaborative point of view, and really finding diverse solutions for that specific company to match their needs because ultimately from those solutions, you want them to take action. You don't want to come up with glitzy, glossy plans with these solutions that seem so far-fetched. Because if they can't afford to do the solution, then what good is that solution for them? And by afford it, I don't just mean the monetary part, but you have the monetary part, you have the time part, you have the skills part. And if they can't, if they don't have what is needed for the solution they come up with, 
then that means my solution is not relevant for them. It's just something I pull out of thin air. I'm like, huh, slap on this. This should work for you. But then that will go against what I work with with individuals. And I do work on getting diverse and unique solutions for them. So we're going to find a solution to work with the budget you currently have. Not the budget you want to have, but the budget you currently have so that you can get to the budget that you want to have. And with that, you have to, you have to get creative. There are some things you might have to take on yourself for now till you can get more revenue coming in and then you can pay somebody to do it. You might be taking on five roles for now because you don't have the money to hire somebody else to take on specific tasks. So you're, you're looking at skill sets. So helping them understand what their skill sets are. And another thing that works for me is understanding their, their learning style. Because I remember I talked about the OPAL system and the ease for education. And part of education is understanding learning cells. And we all learn differently. So being able to help business owners and co-founders really look at what their learning style is, helps them to truly understand how they're going to actually be implementing that solution and how they're going to be continuing to monitor their actions on that solution. Because you first have to learn what the solution is all about. That's where that learning style is going to come in. So once you can learn it, then you can take the actions and then be able to monitor those actions because that, that's what you want to be able to do. Because the whole thing is to be driven by your goals. You're driven by the goals that you have in your strategic plan. And I saw you were advertising your um, masterpreneur program. You talked about having that strategic plan. And the strategic plan is also something I work on with micro business owners, because as you mentioned, People get started in entrepreneurship because they're like, yes, I got a great idea. It's going to save the world. This is my business. Everybody's going to come and buy from me. I'm going to be so successful. I got this to hell and back with anybody else because I'm going to be so successful. But they don't necessarily have a plan. And I've met people who, oh, I got my business plan, so I'm going to be so successful. The business plan has its uses. But it's your strategic plan that truly helps you with moving forward. And Andrew, you know that with that strategic plan, you do get to identify your goals. But you also get to look at your vision and your mission for your company, for your business, and look at those goals that you have. And then you start really looking at, okay, what are the smaller goals to get me to those bigger goals? Because you want to be able to move. If your business isn't moving forward, then you have to be asking yourself, why is it not moving forward? So again, being able to understand the learning style, being able to know, hey, can you afford it from a monetary point of view, from a time point of view, from a skills point of view, those are important in understanding if that solution is appropriate for that business owner, for that business, so that they can actually take the actions so they can get the results they want. Um, great. Um, you know, I, I, I love what you what you're saying and it's really about meeting people where they are um, mm -hmm. and you know helping them move forward in the best way possible yeah. so you know like you said you know everybody needs a custom solution you know um you may have the same problem but your solution may need to be different from someone else's so mm -hmm. you know taking into account the time the money the skills the resources people have. Um, I think that's a huge thing on the marketing side um, because most people see what big businesses do for marketing, <laughs> but generally as a small business, you need to do the opposite. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, if you're trying to do what they do, you know, first you're then you're competing head to head with them. But, you know, also, you know, they have different time, money, skills, and resources. So you're, you're, you know, you're at a disadvantage. So, um, you know, really understanding what the right solution for you is good. And it's great that you do that. And, and, and also learning style, you know, um, some of my clients, you know, recommend a book, they'll read it. Some of my clients, I got to do videos with them. Yes. <laughs> some of my clients, you know, so you got to figure out what works for them um, mm -hmm. so that they can get what they need to, to get out of the experience. So um, I got a message here from Jack Cox. What's up, Jack? Um, 
talk a little bit about the definition of coach, someone who encourages someone to do something they don't want to do for their own good uh, or something like that. What, what are your thoughts on that? It might not always be something they don't want to do. Um, it is something that they might be aware that they should be doing, but they, they're, they're hesitant in doing it because being able to highlight to someone the benefits of the action is more likely to get them on board with taking the action. Because a lot of times, you know, if you're not sure about something, you've never done it before, you never heard anybody talk about it before, some, sometimes we can be hesitant to take that action. But to be able to say, hey, we sat down, we looked at your strategic plan, we created your strategic plan, you said you want to get from here to here, and in order to do that, this is what you got to do in between. So you're, I've, I've even seen it where you know, I had a client to give the suggestion of this is what you'll need to do. And she decided, uh, I don't want to do that. I, I want to do something else. I'm like, okay, but it's not going to get you the result that you want. So she went ahead. She did what she wanted to do. And guess what? She comes back and she's like, oh, that didn't work out. Um, how I wanted, how I thought it was going to work out. So I'm going to try something else. Still not what I had suggested based on what we had planned out, but she wanted to go a different route. And she comes back and she's like, oh, yeah, that, that other one didn't work out either. <laughs> you know, okay, now I'm ready to try it the way that you said and we talked about. And okay, now I'm ready to do it. So it's also a matter of readiness because when something is unknown to us, we might not be ready to take that action, but we also can't force a person to take that action. It's their business. As much as we want them to do it so they can be successful, they still need to be ready to take the action. And then when they're ready to take the action and they go ahead and take it, it's a matter of holding them accountable and then showing them the benefits of that action that they took, which is showing them the progress they've made. Okay, great. So yeah, so definitely, um, you know, taking it to action. Um, but, you know, one thing about what you're talking about is, you know, it's systematic. You know, you, you, you don't want to take action before you know what the solution is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, because then you're out there winging it. And, yeah. you, know, you know, it's kind of hard to be out there winging it successfully successfully um, <laughs> sometimes you got to go slow first mm -hmm. or you can go fast and andrew with you mentioning going slow and it kind of goes back to a point we were talking about earlier people start and they just they want it to take off instantly like you said with financing they come to you and they're like i need more money but after talking to them you're like no you don't need more money you need to figure out how to use the money you currently have in an effective yeah. way. But they're like, no, you said that you can give me a hundred grand in 10 minutes. So give me this money, right? Because I'm going to take it and I'm going to multiply it. But they don't have a plan for it. But they they want you to give them something and you're just adding to the problem. They don't have a solution. They think more money is a solution. You know, a better marketer is a solution. Yeah, find somebody who can write something for me on social media. That's going to be my hot ticket item you know, get, get an influencer and that influencer is going to take my business off, but they're not looking at all the other tedious things that come into play. I was having this conversation this evening self with a client and we were talking about the fact that you do have to take the time to develop the things you're going to be selling in your business. Because if you do not take the time to develop it, you can go and get the money you want, it will disappear and you can't figure out where it went. You know, so it's a matter of you need to take the time. And I said, I've done it. And I know several people who've done it. You want to be pushing the gas, right? Going 110 miles per hour. But it doesn't make sense to be going that fast if you don't have a path to be going along. Yep. No, definitely. Um, you know, that, that's key. Um, you know, actually, Jack responded to your response to the question. You know, he's an accountant, so he said ah. uh, he's in agreement, <laughs> but you're much kinder and gentler 
than he would be. <laughs> okay, Jack. <laughs> Numbers now, right? <laughs> like, no, I want you to do this. But you see, as an accountant, though, Jack, you do need people to do things. Because <laughs> if they do not do that, then they will lose money. <laughs> yeah. So, no, no, if you do not do that, they'll get a tax fee or something. So, I got yep. you, Jack. I got you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, easy, easy on the account. All right. So. <laughs> I'm leaving on, right. Jack. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so no, th- definitely. So we talked about solutions. We talked about actions. Mm-hmm. You know, putting those together to get results. But, you know, what does results mean? And you know, how do you figure out what the results are that you should get and make sure you get them? Oh, that was it. Good question. Jeez. Good thing I pay attention, Andrew. Oh my gosh. Okay, you, want, you want me to ask you more? Or? <laughs> I'm waiting for more there. Right. Okay. Right. So in terms of the, the results part of it, um, that problem identification, that problem identification, I learned problem identification through my school psychology training and also through industrial organizational psychology training. Because you've got to be able to identify the problem in order to get to the solution. And as you're going through that problem identification phase, then there are gonna be certain key metrics that you are looking at to really help you define what the problem is. And then once you identify those metrics, then when you're looking at a solution that can help solve that problem, it has to be a solution that is going to target those same key areas. Because you don't want an apple and orange situation here. You know, if your problems are with apples and your solution is for oranges, then it's not going to work out for you. You want to be able to find a solution that will attack that problem to resolve the problem. And when you're taking the actions, the actions that you're taking, again, should be helping to move that metric. So it could be something that you want to be increasing or it could be something that you want to be decreasing. So be being in that problem identification phase, that's where you're going to be identifying this is a problem. Do we need to increase this or is this something we need to decrease? And this is what we're looking at to look at how we're increasing. This is what we're looking at to look at how it's decreasing. So when you start taking those actions, you have to have a system in place for the processes that you're implementing with with these actions. And part of that system is how are you tracking the actions you're taking. And in tracking the actions that you're taking, again, you're using the same metric that you identified when we looked at the problem. So now you're going to be tracking those actions. And when you sit to look at your results, you're doing that evaluation, you're doing that analysis, and you're looking at, okay, these this is where the metrics were when we're looking at the problem. We implemented the solution. We wanted this to be going up. Yes, it gradually gradually going up. But the thing about results, though, is that a lot of times people think that if it's clearly going up like this, it's going to be good. But if you got some data points going all over the place, they're like, oh, this isn't working. So really being able to have that psychometric background, to be able to look at trends in the data that you are obtaining to help you see, okay, this is actually going in the upward direction we want. So yes, we're meeting our target or it's going into the downward direction we want, yes, we're meeting our target. Because you, there's a lot that goes into analysis and evaluation of our actions. It's not necessarily a yes, no. It's not necessarily a five times I, you know, I got five, five interactions with my course. Sometimes it is looking at what some people call inconsistent results, but they're not inconsistent. It is once you can plot it on a graph and truly look at the trend for the data that you're obtaining, you can see if it's truly, truly working for you. Okay. All right. So you said a lot, lot of, lot of things in this, uh, a lot of interesting stuff. So, you know, first I want you to know that, that, that you are seen by hey, Pitch Master Williams. Um, and, uh, you know, definitely talk about data. Um, 
data can tell you a lot of things that you really didn't know about your business. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, I look at people's financials, and in like ten minutes, I could probably tell them several things they don't know about their business that they need. So, um, you know, very very important to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the hard part is, you know, most entrepreneurs have like ADD, so <laughs> you know they're bouncing off the walls with ideas and doing stuff, and you know the problem is that you know when you start getting to the solutions and the results you know it's kind of boring stuff and it's stuff you got to do every day and you know if you like to be all over the place doing new stuff new ideas it could be a challenge um so um you know so definitely you know getting help with that or figuring out and understanding that's what you need to do um, if you're going to get the results that you want to have, uh, is, is critical. So, um, so no, I mean, I think we covered some great stuff. Um, an hour is never long enough. <laughs> really, um, explore with people who you know, are very knowledgeable and um, have a lot of expertise to share. But you know, at least everybody's gotten you know a feel. I mean, I definitely, I think, learned some things and. Um, you know, it's it's been been um, you know been very valuable. You know, I got precious is you know um, precious. I went over her financials initially. <laughs> that was always fun. That's always fun. That's always been a, a fun thing because you're, you're you're the financial guy. You see, you go over um, financials for so, me. I I got to go over the operations and the processes. You know, so, and they're like, we got these things. I'm like, do yeah. you? So they, they show it to me, and I'm like, okay, I can see where your problem is. <laughs> you know, so it's yep. all, always interesting. <laughs> yep, yep. So what I want to do is, um, usually before we close out, I want mm-hmm. you to take a minute because you know we talk about a whole bunch of stuff, yeah. but um, most people can only remember three things. So <laughs> um, we want to break it down and maybe think about what are the three key things that people should take away from today's conversation that they can implement starting tomorrow within their business so i'll give you give you a minute to think about it um and uh, i'm going to show you know um a brief video about our um community we have for entrepreneurs and business owners and and as well um those of you who didn't make it last friday we had our power breakfast and conference which is always great and i put a link in the chat for you to um you know where you can check out the pictures and access you know highlights of it so definitely check it out but um i'll give dr p a few minutes to think about the question and then thank you (laughs) small business so here we go Your business can only go as far as you're prepared to lead it. You need access to expert advice, important connections, and valuable resources to achieve your goals. What can we do to help? I created the Small Business Pro Network to help you to grow your business smarter, faster, and easier by meeting you where you are along your journey from startup to scaling. We will help you to accelerate your growth maximize your profitability and create a sustainable business that can run successfully without you. But how do we do this? As a member of the Small Business Pro Network, you'll have access to private, in-person and online networking activities to build valuable relationships with important connections, expert advice and curated content to help you gain the knowledge you need to grow revenue and increase profit, and our proven proprietary masterpreneur playbook and weekly action plans will guide you along the critical path for creating a sustainable business that can run without you. Where can you get all of this for less than $1 a day? Only at the Small Business Pro Network, www.sbpronetwork.com. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Okay, welcome back to Leadership Live at 805. Talking small business here tonight with Dr. P, and she's dropping her knowledge, and now she's just going to help prepare us for what we need to do tomorrow. So what are the three things that 
people should take away from what we discussed today? Three things, only three things. Oh my gosh, I need more time. So the, the first thing I would say is don't necessarily rush to think what you're looking at, at as the problem is your true problem you're currently facing. So do take the time to look at all the information you have and really assess the information you have so that you can identify your true problem. And if you're having struggles in it by yourself, seek assistance from others. If you got other management team members, do that. If you need help from a consultant or a coach, do that. Don't do it by yourself. So that'd be the first thing, you know, that problem identification is important. Once you've identified appropriate solutions, be willing and ready to take the action because you got to put in the work. You started a business for a reason. You got to put in the work and you got to be able to take the actions needed to move your business forward because it's your business and you want it to thrive. So you got to be ready, willing to take the actions so that you can move that business forward. So you, problem identification is that first one, truly identify that problem. The second one is the actions, be ready and willing to take the actions you need to move your business forward. And the last one I would leave you with, because Andrew only told me to do three. The last one I would leave you with is do not just take the first result and think, your action worked or didn't work. A lot of the actions we have to take, we do need more than one data point, so to speak. We need to be able to look at the results for more than one hour or one minute or one day or one week. So a lot of the actions we have to take, we need four weeks, six weeks. Some of them we might even need 12 weeks. Give yourself enough time to truly collect the results you need so that you can actually and appropriately analyze your results. So that first one is take the time to identify your problem. Don't just rush at the first thing and think it's your problem. Your second one is to be willing and open to take the necessary actions you need to move your business forward. And then the last one is don't just take the first result, give yourself time. And if you did a good job at problem identification, then you know how much time you're going to need to see the change in those results so you can continue to move your business forward so it can soar. Right. Well, we definitely want to soar. So um, so th this this is a great outline of what you need to do. Um, you know, definitely want to attack the root cause or the real the thing that's going to give you the greatest result for your effort um you know action um is key um you know I, I was just saying i don't know who, who came up with it but you know really the, the only place where work comes before success is in the dictionary so <laughs> action involves work it's not just um and, and a lot of work and you know small business many times think things take twice as long and cost twice as much as you think they will. So, you know, it's it's it's, it's going to be hard work. But, um, you know, like you said earlier, you know, it's your business you can create. Um, and then there's nothing better than being able to do that. So, um, so no, I, I think, you know, definitely this, is, this has been a pleasure. Um, appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to hang out, uh, you know, definitely um, look forward to uh, continuing our conversation um, and you know putting some of the stuff to into place for, for myself as well it's, it's always good learning from from other people like you um, so definitely um, we'll have to have you back on again um, hang out if you can hang out for a few minutes I'm gonna just close things out and we'll chat so let's do you know so you know once again you know think um you know had another great episode another great guest and um really great content so um you know looks like you've gotten great feedback we appreciate your feedback we appreciate your comments so it's great to have a live stream so we, we can have that type of interaction so keep that coming and um 
definitely appreciate it because you know, we're doing this for for you. So if you have questions, things you want to hear, things you want to learn, um, now's the time to really um, you know share that. Um, we did cover a lot of stuff, so you know the replays are available. So if you want to go check it out again and take notes or whatever, um, you can do that. Um, you know, each week we have a different topic, a different guest. Um, actually, next week we have um, Jimmy Newsom, uh, who's who's a fairly regular guest, um, and he's going to talk about how to get one million website visitors using AI. So, um, even as a small business, even as a solopreneur, there's ways to do that, and without paid ads. So. Um, yeah, I look forward to chatting with him about that. You know, he's always on the cutting edge of marketing, digital marketing, AI, and other things. So um, it really brings a lot of value and a lot of insight. So um, looking forward to having him next week. And, um, you know, really at the end of the day, as a business owner, the more you know, the faster and more successfully your business will grow. Thank you for listening to Leadership Live at 805, Talking Small Business. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Leadership Live is one of the many valuable resources provided through the Small Business Pro University, empowering business owners to learn, profit, and grow. Find out more at sbprou.com.